Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. I'm Britton. And I'm dead. Maggie is dead. Bane is dead. Chara is dead. Captain Mifuni is dead. Trinity is dead. Smith is dead. Spoilers. Neo is dead. Spoilers are dead. I mean, I'm Alex. <laughs> <laughs> so if you couldn't tell from that, guys. We are uh, we're watching The Matrix Revolutions. Woo! There is an S, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I cannot keep these titles straight. Um, I will yeah. say, though, this we've talked about sequels that have these like weird words for instead of two or three or four they kind of work for this trilogy it's yeah. not just like matrix covenant rebirth <laughs> you know it it's was, not though. these weird like reload revelations like okay i see what you're doing continue yeah. continue with your your intro I'm sorry. well he's alex to take away the uh the stuff all right this 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 one also came out in 2003 because because both that and reloaded came out yep. in 2003 has a 36% critic score and a 60% audience score. Sure. So it's a bit more of a divide on this one. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think we can all agree this is the worst of the bunch. Yeah, yeah. Tyler, what is your best thing and your worst thing about the Matrix? Revo Reloaded Lucians. (laughs) Revloaded. None of this matters. Revloateds. The Uh, redemptioning. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I, I think my best thing oh gosh what did i say oh the uh the i'm gonna go with the final fight between neo and um hugo weaving because <laughs> take, <laughs> taking all taking that in a vacuum yeah. it, it it still holds up pretty well it looks right the cgi and everything looks pretty good um i love the rain effects i think that all yeah, looks yeah, really yeah. really cool and like it's a it's a really nice way to um kind of approach it and it, it just makes it gives it a really cool effect and um really cool look and overall, like I, I really enjoyed. I love the idea of, of uh, Agent Smith taking over the entire, you know, uh, Matrix and everything, and, and you know he's now everybody. Although I have problems with that, I'll talk about it in a second. And and overall, just that in a vacuum feels like a good culmination of this series, where it's you know they 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 are actually arguing ideologies to some extent. Like, why do you even try? I I love that that final conversation they have, where it's like, yeah. why do you even why are you even trying anymore? And, and you know that and. You, you, you don't have, like, any of this, you know... Or you, you have no reason to keep going, you know, you, you've got all these things that just keep bringing you down. Then he's like, well, because I choose to. And, and like, that's yeah. a really nice... If if the philosophical no, stuff... No, it's because he already made the choice. He's trying to understand <laughs> that's, that's why he made the choice. If the philosophical stuff in this was a lot more structured and streamlined to kind of actually direct the viewer towards that conclusion, yeah, that would be a lot more effective. And on its own, it's still pretty pretty well done it's 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 actually good it's it feels like it has more emotion than like the well, rest of the dialogue because he, he starts talking about how how like human emotions are are fake yeah. and, and he starts talking about love and he's like only hu- a human could come up with something as insipid as love yeah. and it's like kicking him in the dirt because trinity just died yeah. Yeah. And, and hugo no i i kind of wish they brought up trinity specifically instead of just talking about yeah. love as an abstract right. idea I don't know. That felt kind Hugo, of Hugo, That's partially because Hugo Weaving is the, I feel like the one who is trying hardest to show emotion, which is weird. Because which is he's weird. A program. Yeah, because he's the one who is the most major character who is also a program, and that what most of the programs show more emotion than yeah. a lot of the people. No, all the human characters behave like they're in the Star Wars prequels. Yeah, yeah. They're just. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're 
Midichlorians? <laughs> Tell me more about Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's it's. I'm more of a Star Trek fan myself. Oh god, I bet he is. <laughs> in 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 a vacuum, that I really like that fight. I really like that sure. like that conclusion of the series. I don't like what they do after that, which is why my worst thing is everything after that. Um, <laughs> okay, now, now are you talking specifically like once Smith takes over Neo? Yes, right there where Smith takes over Neo. Because what I thought was going to happen, um, I hadn't seen the very end of this movie before, and what I thought the what was going to happen can, was. Can I just say real quick? You're always good at, like, whenever I watch a TV series or something that's got, like, a really bad ending, you immediately, like, swoop in and you're like, well, here's how they should have done it. And I'm like, why did they not do it that way? Aww. Like, every single time yeah. you, you swoop in with, like, some magical way that which, they could have fixed it. Which kind of goes to my, my thinking about movies is that I generally, like, we've talked about this before, I think, not, not in a while, but, like, how I generally try to think, try to grade a movie as far as how far it is from being a good movie, like, how mm. many tweaks you need. And what I thought for sure was going to happen is that since they started setting up this thing about, oh, Neo is, like, controlling stuff outside the Matrix somehow, and he's, like, getting in the machines and everything, I thought it was going to be that, like, the, you know, they take him over and they the, the machines, like, give up on him or whatever, and they disconnect him, or, or he breaks free from, yeah. like, the Matrix stuff that's connecting him to the Matrix, and then there's something crazy that happens where he is broken free of the Matrix, but or broken free of the, the constraints that the big machine... Like his his Matrix Link yeah. upload is, and he breaks free of that, and then he's still connected to the Matrix while like being in the outside world, and like he becomes this like mm-hmm. weird bridge. Do something crazy with that to kind of yeah 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 put, bring home the thing about him starting to be able to control the outside world and kind of explain how that works and and why he can suddenly control these machines yeah and and that felt like it would have been like a powerful you know oh it's Neo and he's he's finally realized himself and he's saying it because he's been he's just been getting more OP throughout the entire life yeah because he kind of accepts his role in this in the first movie yeah and he just keeps getting stronger and stronger and so I assume that's where they were going but instead the it, it's just like the machines use him as a conduit to pour a bunch of power and they just get inside the matrix and break it because and fix they it. finally have like a direct connection to the Smith virus so they can I, eradicate I guess, it but it's like you guys should be able to control the Matrix, right? Like, they have agents that have been taken over by Smith. Do they not have connections to them and they couldn't just, like, yeah, eradicate yeah. it from there? Like, yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, and yeah. there's li- there's literally no exposition. It is all visual. Yeah. And then and then the rest... I, I can appreciate visual storytelling, but only yeah. when it works. Yeah. yeah. Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> and then the rest of the movie is just kind of... There's some programs and architect and Oracle are talking and... They're like, yeah, peace for at least now. That's it's a truce. Nah. Yeah, and that's. And then Sati, little Sati, one of the worst actresses ever. Child well, actress. Yeah, I made a cool little little computer background for Neo. <laughs> I wish it had just been like a light, bright Hello Kitty. <laughs> I wish it was just the Windows desktop background, like the Windows Vista with the, the hill. And... It's even got like the little start icon yes. and everything on it. Great. Well, I guess that segues into my best and worst thing. Because my worst thing is all of the scenes with Sati. And, and I talked about this in the last movie. I really love the diversity in, the, in this cast. I love the Wachowskis' willingness to just cast actors of different races and just throw them into any kind of role. No one's relegated to any kind of... Like, you have black people in all different parts of this movie. I really, really like that. And I really thought it was cool they brought in um, some... I, I, I hate that I don't know if she's Middle Eastern or Indian... But I love that they brought that in there. I think they're supposed to be Indian. I think, yeah. That sounds yeah. right. But then, 
the scene with her and Neo when she wake when he wakes up in the train station, it's the worst. It's comical. The dialogue, it's comical. the dialogue, the writing is fine, but it's her going like, "Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> I am Sati. Where am I? Hello. Like it's very. <laughs> this is my line. This is my line. Like it's the it's Keanu Reeves at his most like Keanu Reevesy. <laughs> it's it's they they took this this somehow took this this. Indian child actress, yeah, and turned her into into young Keanu, <laughs> and then took away some of his acting skills. Yeah, she has <laughs> no expression on her face. At and then all. there's like all these scenes of the Oracle where she's like, Oracle, I would like another cake. She, yeah. which, and I understand like not every child actor is gonna she be wants her hero cake. <laughs> she wants a hero cake. <laughs> not every child actor is gonna be Saoirse Ronan, my personal favorite actress, or like uh, uh, Jodie Foster back in the day. Like, just, it's not all gonna happen. Or, or the kid from Room. Yeah, Jacob Tremblay. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. That's why those child actors are so special, is because right. they do something it's hard to do as a kid. But then she wasn't. She was just like reciting her her words. Yeah, like the scene with her and Hugo Weaving talking. I was like, you know, they are not saying these lines to each other because Hugo Weaving is like giving a performance, and she's like, "Who are you? This is the Oracle." The Oracle, I'm scared. The Oracle told me that you are a bad man. Yeah. That's that's that. Hey, she she didn't screw up the line. She got it. Let's <laughs> that, go. Moving and on. Print. Okay, Hugo. <laughs> what do you think? Like it's just <laughs> my my best thing. I guess would be like <laughs> Colin Chow does some cool kicks. <laughs> Um, I mean, they, they have improved their kicks. They have improved because, their kicks because this is something I forgot to say in the last one and the the matrix before it. That all of the kicks in those for whatever this just stuck out to me. Every time they kick anybody, they just really. I think Alex, you said that they they focus on the wire work, and yep. so they like they make a big focus about oh they're flying this way, but yeah. they don't have like any sort of impact. Like the sound effect doesn't yeah, like it's nothing. Like they back, just kind of yeah. like hit and then it's like woo yeah. And the, this this one they do they do there's some like double and triple really, kicks. You know, Carrie Ann Moss gets yeah. in a few good ones. So yeah, as I was watching that because I'm really in this and this movie just kind of happened in front of me. Like I didn't retain <laughs> a lot of it. It didn't really affect me very much. I don't remember a lot of it. Like, it just passed before my face. And I was like, uh, this, okay, okay, okay. You're revolutioning. But then, <laughs> but like Colin Cho kind of stuck out to me. Karen and Moss's very pretty blue eyes stuck out to me. I wish Morpheus got more to do in these movies is another thing. Like, he gets nothing Morpheus, in this one. Morpheus, I, I, and the, the, did we talk about this last time where Lawrence Fishburne is the equivalent of Samuel L. Jackson in the Star Wars prequels? Oh, sure. I don't think we. I don't think we brought it up. We didn't talk about that, but you make a good point. But like, and I know, yes, they are both bald African American men. That's not. That's not. No. no. Isn't there an interview where Sam Jackson like, like? Yeah, the people confuse him a lot. The interviewer was like, "Oh, I loved you in the Matrix or something." And Sam Jackson's like, "That's not me." I've heard. I've heard him tell that story though, and he's been like, "So sometimes I'll sign stuff." Love Morpheus. Okay. <laughs> and he'll, Liam Neeson and Ray Fiennes do that too. Oh, really? Liam Neeson That's tells... That's funny. There's a beautiful story. Everyone should look it up on when Liam Neeson was on Conan. It's actually not even that funny. It's just really beautiful that he meets these two older people who really think he's like Ray Fiennes. So he signs it as Ray Fiennes. Because they're like at like the Pearl Harbor Memorial or something. Like It's something really powerful. And it's a beautiful story. But they, I've heard them both tell stories where uh, Ray Fiennes is like, no, he's. They, I've been complimented on Schindler's List, but the other one, <laughs> like the <laughs> other character, or Lenny's like, well, they told me I was great in the English Patient. Like they just completely get it wrong. That's great. Uh, but yes, I I, I agree with yeah. you that it's that it's is. the same way where they're both they can both be really dynamic, emotional, interesting actors, and of course that that draws comparisons that they look similar. But 
they they both like have that. And they have charisma, that, and they're yeah, still yeah, good yeah, they despite have, the bad movies they're in. Right, they right. have ridiculous but, amounts of charisma. Yeah. But it seems like the directors are saying, "No, play this as flat as you possibly can." And the yeah. fact that everyone still loves both of those characters is a testament yeah. to the fact that you know they're great actors. It, but it, yeah. it's it's they're just so monotone and just dry. And, and, it, and it's, it's also it's also because in the first movie, Morpheus is a key part to that, and he gets these cool action scenes. Yeah, and he gets this cool dialogue, and he's the guy. Like he's he's the Yoda, he's the guy in this movie, and then in two and three he's like, why doesn't any of the people listen to me? When in the first movie we're like, we all go with Mor- Morpheus, like Morpheus yeah. is the one that gets it, and then he's just nerfed in two and three, and it's it's, it's frustrating because of Lawrence Fishburne, but also that character is so cool in the first one, and they just don't follow through on right. that promise. I like that they bring in some cool new, like I like Link, and I like that they give Trinity yeah. more to do. You know, but I I don't know why they had to not give Morpheus anything right. when like why can't they just give all of like Harry Lennox's stuff to Morpheus or something mm-hmm. like Cornell West is still in these movies that's still weird to me. <laughs> I think it's weird to him too. That hasn't changed. <laughs> he he's like this learned man and he's like, but what are the machines gonna do? Did I bring this up on the last one? Yeah, he does commentary tracks. Yeah, he does. Him and another philosopher do the commentary uh, tracks, and it's just a bunch of gobbledygook. Uh, like, I can't make sense of it. Because uh, this, this is like Philosophy 101 Facebook status philosophy <laughs> in these movies. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a kid you knew in high school who took a philosophy class and then gets all... Mu- Have you guys ever really thought about the fact that we're not making our own choices? They were made for us because of who we are? Hashtag what is, duality. What does it mean to be alive? <laughs> also, I went to the gym today and got complimented on my on my abs. Like, isn't that weird? <laughs> totally not true. And then, like, middle-aged women like it. <laughs> Post post the uh, the the selfie with this girl that posts a selfie with like the blue streak in her hair and is like I don't like this picture very much and everyone's like oh no it's great what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about it's the male equivalent of that so yes, yeah. yes. that's why I feel about the philosophy in the Matrix is stupid yeah, Facebook right. posts so, so that was did you do both that was more? yeah because my best is like I thought Colin Chow was cool because <laughs> right, right, right. okay. I really there wasn't yes. anything in this movie that stuck out enough to me to make me go but. That's awesome. Yeah. Isn't that sad? Because it's the last one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where everything's supposed to come to a head. And were there any? Were, were there any other volume three of a trilogy that came out in this year, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> so this came That's out in November of two thousand three. Not even a month later, Lord of the Rings: The Return of the King came out. One of the and greatest... subsequently swept the Oscars. And one of the greatest closes of a trilogy. One yes. of my favorite movies. Yes, it's it's the. Yeah. It is so amazing. It's a I mean, I mean, what. What else compares as far as yeah closing the, out? Of yeah, trilogy. as far well, and not even trilogy, just series. Like as far as movies where like they, oh, wow. they, they actually like yeah stick the landing the that end. well. I mean, um, Return of the Jedi is better than a lot of people have decided it is. Yeah, yeah, but I still don't think it nailed it as well as Return of the definitely King. not, definitely not. And um, part of that comes from Return of the King. They made all of them at once, so they didn't ever yeah, have a point yeah. where they let the audience change what the script was. Mm-hmm. They just made the movies. Or it was like, oh, we've done two movies. Okay, now we're getting tired. We know what the formula is. Yeah, blah, blah, it blah. Was... It's like, no. One huge juggernaut yeah. and we got it. Innovative. Yeah. We're gonna The same creativity is running through all three movies. Yeah. Lord of the Rings is probably, to me, the most impressive uh, cinematic thing. I would agree. Of all time. <laughs> like, we're, we're still in the midst of the MCU. I think that would, awesome. that would be the yes, runner-up. Which is the, the other thing. Yeah. Is and, that, we, and we don't mean individual movies, but like 
kind of force in movie making a fully cohesive cinematic universe where characters can come and go between movies and it's yeah. still all the, the big works. the thing with Lord of the Rings is just the fact that the scale of it is just like holy crap they yeah. did that Wh- which and, the, and we're never going to see something like that qu- quite like that again I don't think and that's the, I, yeah not in the it, movies well because yeah. because I think of the CGI effect mm. kind of coming and, and that, I'm not trying to be like oh CGI is ruining cinema not at all it's, it's just you know when Lord of the it, Rings, it's getting yeah. to the point where they're gonna tr- people are gonna be like, well, we can rely on this. We don't need to go through all that. And yeah. I get that, but at the same time, Lord of the Rings is such a testament to what you can get if you take the hard route. And, Lord and, of the, and Rings, the Hobbit is such a testament to where yeah things are going. And Lord of the Rings so successfully used their CGI, so beautifully revolutionized mocap. Yeah, but it also there's a lot of practical effects. There's tons of makeup and set miniatures, and miniatures like. Yeah, they went full hog on those movies, and not to change the, the source of the pod, topic of the podcast because we want to do Lord of the Rings movies at some point. Yeah. Those movies truly blow me away, and I'm I'm interested to see way in the future when the MCU is closed, yeah. if that ever happens. Yeah. If the MCU is closed, and to kind of look at both and see what happens. But yeah, Lord of the Rings is just yeah. like I don't even, I can't even like the MCU is just impressive it. on on the level of <laughs> no the, one has ever come close to making that many competent movies yeah. in a row like like over they're and all over connected over. Yeah, 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 yeah i mean not even connected like just in general that's true. no one yeah. has ever gotten that many off in a row without yeah. screwing up somewhere but i really can't think of other movies franchises that have like had a definitive end that's probably the ending. best conclusion to a franchise ever. dark knight rises dark knight rises is up there it's it's good it's, but it's flawed it's, it's, it's the same though. way i feel about return of the jedi not as strongly as i feel necessarily about return of the jedi yeah. I, I, I don't think it's quite yeah, it has quite a many problems, better. but but um, it's the same. It's the same idea, and the same thing with like the the third Back to the Future movie. I was just thinking mm. that's that's one that Toy a lot of Story people... three. Toy oh, Story, Toy Story three. Is, three is there, Although yeah. I I have issues with that, but I still and, recognize its greatness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's also that Toy Story three is the Toy Story movies are not like a, a planned like yeah, yeah they kind of happen. It's that it's way. not a story that go. It's just we made three really good movies that all have the same characters. Yeah. I mean, neither is. The Dark Knight trilogy. Well, also, there's yeah. a, there's yeah. apparently going to be a Toy Story four, so that kind of changes. Yeah. And then who knows where that's yeah, going? I agree. Yeah, I don't care. But yeah, and Inside I, Out was pretty good. It was great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the Matrix Revolution. <laughs> anyway, what, what were you? Oh yeah, that, that's right. That's that's how we yeah. got the tangent. So you're best and worst. Okay, so he's got his phone out. He's got a list. No, because I was I was so terrified because you kind of went off on a tangent. Oh, there. I was like, I'm going to totally forget. Aren't oh, I? The record's showing. <laughs> like, okay, my best thing is is a piece of the score oh yeah i i am resorting to the thing that that tyler and i talked about beforehand where if the movie's not really that good and there's not a whole lot of good things just go to something with the music odds <laughs> are the music's good it's specifically the track that plays when trinity has her very long-winded should have been cut down in editing death scene sure mm-hmm. it's called trinity definitely terrible title <laughs> but it's a very beautiful piece of music. Trinity definitely sounds like a young adult. I was book. just about oh to God. say it sounds like a Judy Bloom. I was just about to say I'm imagining the Matrix sequels. Can we write that? Yes. But but with Trinity, it's like her in high school, like clutching a bunch of books, like with like all the bullies, like the Carrie Diaries. And then but at I'm, the very end, like the last page of the book, is Morpheus finding her. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining the Matrix sequels, just with like the same movies, but just retitled with like the Matrix has you. And that's like, the last line of the book. L- uh, what, what's what's a good like John Greenish? The Spectacular now. <laughs> just call it that. <laughs> no, not even the Matrix. Oh, 
like looking for the Matrix or, or yeah. what's what's another like the Fault in Our Stars, like a, a romantic there, comedy, yeah. the Fault in Our Matrix, <laughs> Fault in Our Matrix, and it's like it's like Matrix and Smith like laying on the fl- ground looking at each other <laughs> with like the hook in their head. Trinity definitely, I really see like Karen Moss and like pigtails like walking down like a high, like a corridor like a high school hallway like, with a bunch of like books like a pencil behind her ear like trying to find class or class and, and there, there's there's a there's a and, cute and little cameo from neo who's like oh hey trinity right he's got a skateboard yeah you're the you're the great presentation on no, no. red badge of courage uh, uh, no it's thanks neo it's, it's bill and ted it's bill and ted they're in high school whoa, whoa. and and then the and principal morpheus is like Trinity, you get to class, so you're going to miss out on that scholarship. <laughs> get to oh, your yes. virtual reality class. And she's going to philosophy classes. Or she's a teacher, or he's a teacher, and like the principal is Smith. Miss Trinity. <laughs> I saw that you saw fit. To- oh my god! Why aren't we making the Matrix high school years? <laughs> Restart your life in MS-DOS. The, the Matrix you. re-prequelized? <laughs> oh, I want to do that. I want to pitch it to the studios. Bring okay. Matrix back. Okay, in high school. But what? It- <laughs> so Trinity <Twice>. definitely <laughs> I go <laughs> I go back to this track of music more than I come back to this movie. I, I have it like on my Spotify film score playlist. I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at you, I'm no, laughing no, at the, Im- the perfect image in my head. Yeah. The Matrix Matrix, the worst years of my life. <laughs> Diary of a of a wimpy Smith. The pre-matrix. <laughs> Diary of a wimpy Smith. Roderick rules, apparently. <laughs> Just imagining it's it's a bunch of high school kids and then like Hugo weaving a CGI face over this like ten year old and he talks exactly the same way. I like or, or Hugo weaving like Steve Buscemi and Thirty Rock. The how you doing, fellow kids? It's just like Hugo weaving as they just been walking through high school. Did you hear the volleyball teams going to San Diego? There's a lot of ex- there's a pep rally later. I plan to attend. Can you show me to the natatorium as I'm attending a swim meet? I was sold this uh, elevator ticket to the pool on the roof. Could you show me where that is? Oh my god. This is the best thing I've ever heard. Trinity definitely. Thank you. I don't whoever know. Named Junkie it. XL. Whoever did the music, I don't know. Don Davis. Sure. That's Don, Don Davis? Yeah. That's funny. There's an actor named Don Davis. Who's on Twin Peaks? Go on. We <laughs> were talking about Twin Peaks earlier. Don't Anyways, I think that's a genuinely beautiful piece sure, of music. Sure, sure, So, And that that, that, that actually did sadden me because I really liked Trinity. And, and like, that gave me more emotion for their relationship yeah. than, than <laughs> any conversations they've had in all It really movies. does come out of nowhere, too. I really don't like her death. I think that her death as a plot point is good. Yeah. Is, is it like to, no, to be right before the end? it's a very interesting idea. Like, right before he goes into the final battle, yeah. it's like the one thing he is fighting for gets taken away from yeah. him. But and then I, yeah. there's not really a whole, well, how's he going to deal with that? Right. It's kind of just, oh, I guess he keeps going. Yeah. 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 And and in general, their relationship is very shoddily handled. And Yeah. 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 Especially because the whole thing at the end of the last one was, oh, you're not going to be able to save her. She's right, dying no right, matter what. Right. And That's... then he saves her. It, and through, she dies through, late. Yeah. Through a very impossible reasoning. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, the, okay, she got her free ticket to survive the rest of these movies. Yeah, that's that's and the worst part dies. is that they complete. That was the plot of like, the second movie. What if it was so, somehow like her, both of them fight Smith at the end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and both of them work together. Yeah. yeah. 
That'd be cool. Like they have to work together on the science project. <laughs> and they're thrown together. Oh my god. Like, and it's about like uh, they I, find I, a glitch in the matrix and they're like trying to test it. Hey, uh so you're gonna then, do everything, right? And then and then uh, uh Agent Agent Smith Whoa. Agent Smith accidentally like like or quote unquote accidentally Princi- messes Smith. it up. Or principles that messes it up to, to <laughs> stop. I really like that, he, that he's the one who like sees her for who she really is. He's like the like Neo's the jock who's like, "Well, you're a photographer. You have a great eye. Uh, I've never seen this. Oh, it's nothing. No, it's who you are. <laughs> what? And then like Ed Sheeran plays or something. <laughs> and it has to be in the eighties. So my worst thing. <laughs> Take on me. <laughs> so my worst thing is that... Are you guys okay? Yeah, Dude, keep going, keep going. I think right, you, I've, been happier. You, you both simultaneously broke each other. Like, that was amazing. God, high school trinity. It's amazing. Go on, go on. All right. So my, my worst thing is just going to be the, the 45 minute... It felt like five hours. Zion yeah, final yeah. battle. That's... Completely fair. Where yeah. these ridiculous looking mechs with their giant Gears of War machine guns yeah, yeah, yeah. with no protective cover whatsoever are fighting the Sentinels and there's no way they should survive this battle. That yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, and it wasn't visual. And which is a shame because we are talking about this before we recorded episode, uh, episode two. Reloaded was such a... Uh, the fights were so great and this was that fight was just so dead. Yeah. It was just numbing. Yeah. And, and then it, like, it just keeps going. And at a certain point... Like, once you realize what the ending is, yeah. and Neo's just fighting for a stalemate, right? everything in Zion just seems a whole lot more meaningless. Like, we yeah. didn't even need to see that necessarily. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing, too, is... So... And, and let me let me just say, because I feel like you can make a comparison to Lord of the Rings, where it's like, well, we technically don't need to see Aragorn and all... Spoilers for Lord of the Rings. Seeing Aragorn <laughs> and all of them fighting at the Black Gate at the end of that, we yeah. just need to watch Frodo and Sam going yeah, to destroy yeah. the ring we care about those characters and they're doing it on purpose like we've been following yeah. them we don't care about anyone in Zion yeah. I'm sorry and, it's, and, yeah, cause, and, that, and that fight has a huge purpose to distract Sauron yes. from like it feeds yeah. into the plot and, and it's a great fight like they still make it visually interesting because yeah. that was why I was okay with all the kind of senseless quote unquote fights in the second one Was I was still having a lot of fun watching yeah. them and it makes it it makes it more of a, a ticking time bomb thing where it's like okay yeah. or countdown thing where we just gotta wait until Frodo gets to the, we yeah. just gotta like yeah. and, and there's a sense of until... like okay but what who who is gonna die in this battle yeah, in order for this to, to happen trying to hold them off which is literally just who's gonna die in the distraction which honestly, is very powerful honestly I would've been fine if we didn't see any of the battle in Zion and it's just we cut between Neo and Trinity and then Morpheus and all of them trying to get back to Zion sure. yeah. because actually all that stuff was kinda cool even though yeah. it contradicts the first movie where they're yeah, like yeah. EMP that's our only weapon yeah and then yeah, we, and we have suddenly tons of like I just love quite... the screens that they have it looks like a terrible arcade video game yeah. I will say uh, I did have a bit of a John Hersker flashback cinemas flash, <laughs> flashback if you will when when they got in the mechs I was like why that looks like the forklift mech <laughs> which was one of the most impressive visual effects feats in Aliens the, I think that's another problem is I really loved how the visual effects were used in the first two movies. I thought it was creative. I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. This one looked like the Wachowski's and went, let's just CGI stuff. Let's just, and, let's just have big visual effect explosions. And the worst, Although there's a lot more practical effects with miniatures and stuff in that design stuff than I True, yeah. true. And But the, the worst part of it to me is that <laughs> they should all be dead in five minutes. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just... the It's all these, these squids just... 
flying around in these weird formations, yeah. just making swirling, like, tentacle things, and they're just going all over the place. And they, they don't go straight... Like, they're robots. They shouldn't have any sort of, you know, emotion as far as not wanting to get killed or anything. Oh, they should just be plowing straight towards them and wipe them off. There's weird wide shots where you just see, like, guys running across the bridge or whatever, and their sentinels are just flying around just haphazardly, and you're like, What's that one's purpose right yeah. now? What yeah. is its objective? Yeah. Because it's a machine, so it's going to mm-hmm. have an objective. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, there's, a- and there's that weird face that looks like... You know those things you would see when, when we were uh, when you, like were, you were a kid? And it was like those metal pins in like a box yeah, 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 you would yeah. press your hand into yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like Zordon from Power Rangers using one of those. <laughs> oh, you mean... Sticking his face. You mean Deus Ex Machina? It was, what, it was very much like that, Rangers! That's what, that's what it's called. The giant baby that's, face that talks to Neo in the Machine God. City is called Deus Ex Machina. That was stupid. It was Yeah. Niobe is the mean cheerleader. Um, <laughs> who's like, wow, Trinity, you'll never make the squad. I don't want to make your stupid squad. Is, is that where they have the... Uh, like violin. Is that where they have the, the original Niobe-Morpheus uh, yes. uh, relationship? Is that... Is that well, I've already, right? oh, we've already established Morpheus as being a teacher, though. We have to change that. <laughs> Morpheus is like got held back or something. No Morpheus wouldn't get held back. No, he would because he's got his head stuck in the clouds talking about philosophy all day. <laughs> he can't actually handle hard facts. The Merovingian is the exchange student. <laughs> he got held back because he got suspended for a year for using drugs. <laughs> I took the blue pill and the red pill. I don't know. Um, did you guys get the video I sent you of Lawrence Fishburne on The Daily Show? Yes. yes. With Trevor Noah going, give us the red pill and get us out of here. You need to tell us we're not in the real world. Um, also, watching Lawrence Fishburne laugh is quite delightful because he doesn't do that a lot in his movies. Right. He's very he stoic doesn't do in a lot it of ever. movies. But he's very. He's there is not a single moment where he laughs. Yeah. But in, in interviews, he's very like personable and funny yeah. and just like he's just a guy he's hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Which is he's, how he is in pretty much any other movie. He's Unless a, he's doing yeah. something a little He's more, a wonderful actor. A little more predator Talented, Oscar nominated actor. Um, oh, let me just say I was having a hard time with my worst thing deciding between the first act and the second act. Sure. Because the second act with the Zion fight and everything, at least something's happening. It's like, okay, this is the big standoff. Yeah, they're yeah. fighting against the Sentinels and they're trying to save Zion, blah, 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 blah. The first act, it's with all the characters we care about, so okay. Yeah. But ultimately, it's just to get Neo out of the weird limbo right. thing, which is terrible. Do we want to talk about that? Mm-hmm. None of it makes sense. Train yeah. stations aren't. Train stations are used so much in science fiction and fantasy as like a, a, a metaphor or an allegory for something, and it's just kind of played out. What's it called? It, it's called Mobile Avenue. And obviously, yeah, but mo- it's, it's spelled an anagram for It's limbo. spelled without the E, so it's a limbo. It's yeah. supposed to be limbo, which means it's supposed to be Limbo Avenue, which sounds like a late 90s, early 2000s like dance number, like like Electric Avenue or something like that. <laughs> it's, it doesn't yeah. sound like... It doesn't sound nearly as smart as I feel like they thought it sounded when they were like, "Oh, let's do a little, little anagram here," because yeah, like it's still, still have Avenue there. That's just kind of chilling. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But okay, so so Neo outside of the Matrix stops all these Sentinels, and then he goes into a coma, and then his mind magically goes into this limbo yes. program thing that's run by the Train Man, who just happens to work for the Frenchman, who we only see for like. The first yeah. half of an act of this movie, right? Yeah, the Merovingian, who's an exchange student, <laughs> who's brought... the, Mer- the Merovingian. Yeah, Mer- he's an exchange student, and I don't know who Monica. I guess Monica Bellucci's like the oversexed teacher. 
the oracle is the janitor. Who's <laughs> oh. <laughs> always got some like with some like wisdom. M- Monica believes she, she teaches French. She teaches French, and he's like, oh yeah, class, heave, <laughs> and then she got one line of dialogue. Poor girl. Mm-hmm. One line. Poor girl. She probably got paid very well oh, for probably this. Probably did. Yeah. I'm saying, poor girl, not getting to be an actress at all, just being That's, used for. Well, also, this is my problem. Like every movie I've seen with her, I'm like, why, Spectre, give her things do, to do. do with her, yeah. Sex position, I believe, was the the, yes. the term you used for that, Inspector. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the the uh, another random just thought I was I was gonna say after the the Oracle is the janitor. Um, I really hate how they they just straight up recast her, but then address that they recast her. Because that's really strange to me because that, the, that act, the program would the actress passed yes. away. Which you, you yeah. know, it, and that's really strange to me that in the universe, the program after like getting attacked by I think the Merovingian is supposed to have done they something. never directly they, say what they never happens. say what happened, but they address that she's different. Yeah. So it's like she just went from she had to change from from one older black woman to another older black woman and that was very strange yeah. I feel like there was an opportunity there to do something interesting where maybe you make <laughs> that's her that's why I love she, she has a line where she's like I still recognize certain things I still like candy I'm like you also still like being older black women yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and I feel like appropriate that's funny um, Oh, I feel like there's an opportunity there to do something interesting where you make yeah. her like a younger woman and then maybe you have a nice little line about oh you know we we change our faces but I'm the same yeah. I don't know well, something uh, yeah. something you know uh, heartfelt to, to kind of give yeah. a nice little send off line and then and then you have a new interesting take on the character yeah and then instead they went that route I, I, think, like, I think I think the options here would have either been if you're going to address that the orca looks different cast her as a very different, different person that's yeah. what I was thinking you, about. you have to make her you have to make her white or anything but just like change the diff maker a very a markedly different person. Yeah, make her younger. Yeah. Younger, yeah. a different race, whatever. Yeah. So that we all go, oh, and so then they address like this is why it looks so different. Or they Make they, it a guy and then cast Sam Jackson. Well, well <laughs> if you're gonna or they clearly want we want to cast someone who doesn't look too different yeah. from the Oracle. Okay. Then don't address it. Yeah, just just because we'll it's all still the we'll all be like, is that someone different? We'll look up and realize, oh, the previous actor passed away, right, so they right. yeah. her. Cool. Anyone um, anyone who's really paying attention would be like, okay, so so this is the different person. Then look it yeah. up. But we won't. But just, we'll all understand. It won't matter. We'll all keep going. And I feel like e- e- either completely recast her and then explain it, or make her look just yeah. a different actress who's still, like you said, who's still kind of this this basic archetype. Yeah. And then just don't address yeah. it because it doesn't really matter. They, they try we'll to fine. go right down the middle, and it's very strange. Um, but but my big problem is they just they don't address why she really looks different. She's like, oh, I made a choice, and it has consequences. So now I look different. But That's I like it. Andy. It's like, like who is causing you to change? Is it the machines like yeah. trying to get to you? Is it is it the Frenchmen? Like, yeah, yeah. Somebody explain to me. Somebody who is a huge. Matrix fan and has gotten through two and a half episodes of us talking about how this world makes no sense. Explain it to me. And racing stripes. And that, racing that stripes. Too, that too. Um, and that's the the other another movie that makes no sense to me. <laughs> um, most of the uh, this kind of leads leads also into my thing because then of course the Oracle gets assimilated by um, uh, Agent Smith. Smith. Yeah, and that's something else where like. We, we get that scene where and that's kind of early on I think that's still like in the first half of the movie isn't it yeah where, where they get assimilated and, and Seraph and, and Sati um, get, get, you know turn into Smiths and it's like I okay. am a Smith now yeah 
Seraph. What a waste of a character. I know. Oh, man. Um, but that and that happens, and then we don't we don't look at get another look at the Matrix again. For, I not that I can remember for another for like half the movie, and then right at the end, it's like oh. Uh, the, the he, Neo gets to the machine world and they're like oh Smith has taken over we, we need you to help yeah and then we go in and Smith we needed more scenes of Smith uh, taking over like the Merovingian and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. showing Ron like his, his dominion over the world and yeah. show him have slowly have Smith take over the architect and they have a conversation yeah, yeah. if you're gonna it's the problem where like in the, the previous movie there was too much dialogue to break up the action scenes and in this one they kind of just took two action scenes and spread them out through the entire movie where they would have had dialogue yeah which is i i feel like ultimately is worse um and yeah they really should have had something to break up some of the like the, the big because that the the um the zion fight scene just goes on way too long i think mm. we can talk about that and and like in, in general they should that's have something this. where you should just cut to and it's like oh god they are losing horror yes and that should spread out cut away. most of the movie yeah. and then yeah and, but yeah I, I feel like we really needed more because Hugo Weaving I think is probably the best part of these movies overall sure that, I, I, that. I would say yeah consistently because no. some of the other great parts don't get like or at least the, the, the best character yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the most interesting character yeah. and so I really would have, would have loved to see him kind of go through the same thing Neo did in the last one where he's he's going through and taking over all these people he's assimilating the younglings yeah yeah <laughs> not the younglings <laughs> and and yeah he's going through all that and I I, yeah. I I can't think of any other minor characters I don't know if they're already in, in the Matrix but, 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 or, or just to show like this is how bad things are getting in the Matrix because Smith is taking over which makes him scarier for that final right. fight and gives us an idea of well Neo's been getting a lot stronger Smith has been getting stronger too because yeah. exactly. when they're about to fight all I could think was does Hugo even know martial arts? Well, what, if, what if it's like you have an army of agents show up to fight all the Smiths and the Smiths just completely wreck them yeah. all? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or just or, or Smith wrecks them all. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah do something with it. And and that was a, a, again a tricky thing is that I, I think Ken Reeves is really good with the stunt work and, and Hugo even did a fine job but Hugo even is not inherently like a martial artist yeah. I don't yeah. think. So that, that kind of that fight couldn't be as whatever as as if Neo had been fighting like Seraph or somebody, yeah, um, or even Carrie Ann Moss, which is which does work in its favor when they do the fight where they're all flipping through the air. And yeah, 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 yeah. Because then you don't really need the yeah, fight. because then it's, it's much kind of... more effects driven. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I backtrack to to Limbo? Sure. What backtrack is... to Limbo is the name of my Electronica album. <laughs> Sure it's all out. just like heavy synth and like whale songs in the back. <laughs> I sample some some whale songs. Backtrack to the <laughs> exclusively at Target. Go on. So, so it's at the checkout line okay. next to the gum. <laughs> this feeds more into my I and don't... Fantastic Four from <laughs> 2014. <laughs> 2015. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> so so it is the halfway be- point between the. Machine World mm-hmm. and the Matrix. What is the Machine World? Is that like a digital yeah. version where they just all hang out? Like, <laughs> because you have the Machine City, which exists yeah. in the real world. This is not clearly defined what the Machine World is, and then I don't get what the purpose, what purpose Limbo really serves. Yeah. And then how does Neo end up there? That makes no right. sense to me whatsoever uh-huh. other than oh it's limbo the, the Merovingian the Merovingian did something to him right is it because he yeah because he used the train man didn't he I think yes, they explained that yes but the how does him stopping sentinels and going into a coma <laughs> relate to the Merovingian trapping his mind in this thing reasons 
It makes no sense. And then the mirror. I love how the Merovingian, when they show up to Club Hell, <laughs> yeah. get uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a weird yeah. sex dungeon club thing. I'm like, <laughs> what? Look at all the sex cake. <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> you see Henry Cavill walking. That sounds pretty that good. Sounds okay. <laughs> That's the after prom that Trinity doesn't want to go to. Because <laughs> she's like, I hear bad stuff goes down at the. I hear that. I hear that foreign exchange kid has some crazy after prom. And I don't want to go there. But I, I love how he's like, "Oh, we're well, doing a little exchange. You, I'll give you Neo if you give me the eyes of the Oracle." And he starts going on about like, what's so that funny is. when they're going through the crowd just by pointing guns?" Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and and then he's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll let you guys leave safe and sound." Yeah. And then just like, "All right, fine." <laughs> and they just let their guns get taken whatever but then like, he's like okay I'll, I'll give you back your savior if you do this for me and then Trinity's like no I'm not we don't have time for this and yeah. then he just she just pulls out a gun and points it at him he's like okay you let him go or we all die right now I, I, I like yeah. that yeah. there are tiny flashes I'm like this could be really cool not a lot though not no. a lot yeah, I, yeah they, there are few and far between it's kind of like and this is not as bad as but it's similar to Batman vs Superman where there would like these individual vacuumized millisecond draws like that's cool I kind of feel like this has less of other movies I've seen that are like that where they seem to have a lot of ideas that in a vacuum could work Um, this has less of them than some of some movies like that like maybe even like Batman or Superman but it also doesn't make quite as many drastic like terribly deci- terrible decisions yeah no to, to bounder count words to counterbalance those it's just kind of okay we have these spikes of, of oh that's kind of interesting but the rest of the movie is just sitting like yeah right below mediocre and it's just yeah. like uh the rest of this is just a slog it's not like it's i don't know i also really like when neo decides he has to go to the machine city and he's talking to morpheus and they're having their little goodbyes I like and he that. goes it was an honor sir and morpheus goes no the honor is still mine that yeah, was great. That's a really lovely I'm like, moment. Oh, these guys seem like friends, even though they <laughs> barely talk to each other over yeah. the past couple of movies. And, and that's one of the things where, and this is what a, a, a good film trilogy finale, whatever does, is it harkens back to that early relationship. And, and that was when I had a glimpse of like, oh, and you're the one who brought him. Oh, that's cool. Now Neo doesn't care about you. He's just making out with Trinity while you're make like trying to make out with Jada Pinkett Smith again. <laughs> they have like no chemistry. No. Yep. And they kept having the thing of. Some things change, or some things will never change, and some things do. Like that's like a thing they keep throwing at each other. <laughs> Which is again, that's like Pause saying that's like saying sometimes it rains and sometimes the sun you can see it. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's sometimes things change. Sometimes it's not. It's not philosophy. That's just like some people have two hands. Luke Skywalker had one. I, it's like Matthew McConaughey credits. in his car commercial. Oh, God. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey doing the the voice in the koala and sing is the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. No, it's not. It's pretty high up there. Because <laughs> you can kind of tell it's Matthew McConaughey going, this show's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful and magical. But it's McConaughey. Who you know the instant they stopped re- I, I, I haven't. You know the instant they stopped recording, he went, well, uh, uh, you know, it's interesting because a uh, koala is uh, traditionally a, a character. He's a beast. Character character who's at uh, chlamydia every koala has uh, chlamydia and you could be out on Venus or Saturn or something they still have chlamydia here on Earth but uh, <laughs> now he's putting on a, a show and I'm getting away from the McConaughey impression. it sounds like Matthew McConaughey should be in the Matrix sequels <laughs> <laughs> oh 
McConaughey. You guys should go on YouTube and look up Ross Marquand's impression of Matthew McConaughey because it's mad. It's, it's so much better than the crap I just did. It's McConaughey-tastic? Eh. It'd be magnificent. Is, oh, well, that's okay. the word. That, okay, yeah, for. yeah. <laughs> Today on Here Comes the Pun Education. <laughs> but yeah. I'm still thinking about Trinity Definitely. It's like in pink handwriting font. <laughs> Trinity Definitely, and she's oh, it's no, no, so no, good. No, she's got she's got like a can of uh, spray paint, <laughs> and like that's the poster, and she's like, "I'm a rebel." Trinity Definitely. It's like a companion piece of Clueless and Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, there you go. Is is Matthew McConaughey McConaughey her her mentor teacher <laughs> that dies at the end, and, and he's right, he's right, right, right. So <laughs> you're going to the Matrix. I mean, he's best friends with Woody Harrelson, who plays that kind of thing. So. <laughs> Should we talk about Bane? No. <laughs> he was. A lot of movies do this, or a lot of where, where movies and TV shows. When you get to the finale, they add in a new uh, Darth Vader. You know, they add in a new. He's not the big bad, but he's a General Grievous. The, it's in the, in a the very interesting Grievous, idea. In the in the Mass Effect games, they have a character named Kai Lang, who they just sort of like here he is, and they do that in the third season of Avatar. Um, At least it was Smith. Like yeah, it, it was, was Smith, yeah, yeah. but Remind. Bane was this weird like. That was just kind of strange. Yeah, he does well, a cool Hugo Weaving impression. He does. Oh, that, oh that was he's cool. very good. They yeah. had to have hired him just because. Yeah, yeah. But it, it goes to the whole thing of they set up. They did not set up the whole counterattack thing at the end of the last one, and right. apparently he set off the EMP, and then they just keep talking about it. I'm like, we still should have seen that. That's yeah, that's something but, important that we should have yeah. seen. Yeah. And then he brutally stabs the medic. And he he goes on to the ship that Trinity and Neo are taking to go to the Machine City. Yeah. And then he just blinds Neo, which... That was and, like and, and Physically, the, that was just weird. And the effects don't look very good. Yeah. Like, the, the makeup effect just <laughs> yeah. looks strange. And then Neo just flat out sees all the code. Yeah. Even though they're in the real world. And none, none of this makes sense. It's still going to a super fantastical, almost supernatural... Yeah way of yeah. looking at it and I, I just don't get it yeah but then I wish he had talked like Bane in Batman and Robin <laughs> computer computer that Bane trying to do a Hugo Weaving impression Mr. Anderson <laughs> and it takes so long for Neo to recognize that it's Smith what huh oh yeah that's the worst because he's like really? you still don't remember me do you and or he something. specifically says Mr. Anderson. Yeah, like, like six li- times. Literally nobody else in this universe calls you Mr. Anderson. <laughs> like the <laughs> entire audience, we know obviously because we know what happened, but the audience knows by now, like, it's very obvious. Okay, so that... that. Yeah, and also by this point, you've had four years of everyone doing a Hugo Weaving impression on yes. every yeah. TV show. Yes. And... <laughs> yeah. My favorite part is when he's about to kill Bane... And he goes, it's not over, Mr. Anderson. It's not over. And you see him looking at him and, and like, the, the yellow flame or whatever. He's wearing the sunglasses. <laughs> no! It's beautiful. It's, it's amazing. I wish that, like, when he started talking to Mr. Anderson, Keanu had been like, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Neo, I'm not. You're back! No, Neo, it's not me. Dad! Neo, stop hugging. Oh, God. Okay. Neo's, like, around his waist. No, Neo, I'm. it's not your dad. Although I will say, 
that scene ends on a great line when Trinity sees that he's blinded and he goes, I, I'm sorry, but I think you're going to have to drive. Yeah, yeah and that then, was good. And that then they good. hug. Like, that was... That was cute. Absolutely. There's nice little moments. Why isn't the whole movie built on this? Yep. <sighs> and then the Zion battle happens and I don't care. And there's the... Where's the party going to be now? We have to pick a whole other religion to, to get a name from. <laughs> That's the best part, too, is that I don't think we mentioned this last time. How there, mm. There's just all these names. Just Nebuchadnezzar and... Um, yeah, and Zion and... I mean, those are both obviously related to... Well, even the Merovingian uh, and Persephone. Yeah. yeah. Um, Morpheus is Hell is... The, it's specifically with one L, like the Norse. Yeah. Yeah, hell. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to get a couple... Uh, there, there's some other I'm names. sure the weird twins from the second one that like yeah vanished through uh, yeah, things. I'm sure they I'm not, I can't remember yeah. that, but I just they they have all these random whatever names, and it's just kind of like like kind of theistic names, but they're from all these different. Like, okay, so so like the different ships, like you got the Nebuchadnezzar, you have the hammer, and then you have logos. Oh right, logos, which is like yeah. the Greek word for logic. For logic, basically, yeah, it's logos, pathos, and ethos. Yeah, so it's like uh, or what? They're just choosing stuff that sounds cool. Yeah, and it, which I'm ultimately okay with that. But in a movie, the a movie in a trilogy that attempts to be this deep, you would think that that would again, like, if they're choosing these like biblical or, yeah. or, or uh, things, that that would have some kind of biblical use in the story, be an allegory. It's not. They just, and again, I totally get it. Like Zion is a cool word. I'm with you, but yeah. like at least Zion has some comparison because like okay, so it's their last, you know, yeah, it's yeah, their yeah. threat. It, but. Nebuchadnezzar was the guy who who captured the Jews, I believe. Mm. Like I, I, I'm pretty sure he was the Babylonian um, king or emperor, or whatever. Who, who? Why do you want to name a ship? After like, him? I'm like, what? Th- this never. Co- what? Uh, okay. Who? I, I don't know. Link was cool. Yeah, Gina Torres is in this movie. She's taking new. stuff from the Nintendo religion. Another great, yeah. another great callback when his wife is like, "Oh, take this necklace," yeah, and he's, yeah. he's like, "You know, I don't believe in any of that stuff, right?" And she's like, "Take it anyway, just yeah. just for me." And then he comes back and they hug, and she's like, "You have it." He's like, "Have it? I'm not taking it off ever again." <laughs> I'm like, "Funny, yeah." I well, emotions. Whole... You're humans, yay! Yeah. And there's a whole weird subplot with like the plucky new recruit. <laughs> And the grizzled old veteran, yeah. Mifune, yeah. who I was like... And, and the, the quote-unquote pencil neck that Neo saved, and he's like obsessed with them. Yeah, all of yeah. that was just like, come Neo, on. Neo, I believe. Oh, God. That was terrible. <laughs> like, I was about to do something huge, and then they have to give him like the most platitude. And then Link's wife just shows up out of nowhere, and there's no way she would have been able to get there. Because she's like at the very bottom of the dock or whatever, and then she just pops up at the top. And and she hears on the radio, she hears uh, Locke talking to Mifune of like, you've got to get to the gate, and you've got to open it so they can get in. Yeah. And somehow (laughs) she just ends up on top to save the kid. Hey! And and then Locke (laughs) freaks out because they they blow the EMP, even though they specifically open the gate so they could come in and blow the EMP. And like, that was... Totally something he was on board. And then, but then he's like, well, I hope you guys realize that you ruined everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, oh, you just want to make him even more of a one-dimensional character. Now he now he just contradicts himself. <sighs> it's implied that, or it's said that he and Niobe have a relationship, right? Or yes. Something? Yeah, because she, was, never she was with Morpheus and, then, and now she's with her. I don't think there's a single... Her, her kind of leaving to go find Morpheus in the middle of the second one is sort of her saying, okay, we're done. Okay. Because I, I feel guess. like there's like nothing that's actually no because there's not 
Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It happened. We're done. <laughs> We're talking about these weird titles with like Covenant and everything for these movie sequels. Clickhole did an article the other day about um, fake uh, presidential memoirs. So they wrote all these beautiful titles. Like one of them is The Gaps Between Spaces by James Buchanan. No Poles, New Evidence Supporting the Theory of an Infinite Cylindrical Planet Earth by Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> a Wife, Two Kids, and A Country by Andrew Johnson. <laughs> My Having of War by Ulysses S. Grant. And Garfield Rebirth Evolutions by James Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. It's great. I think. I Does it have one for Taft? Uh, W.H.T. House by William Howard Taft which is brilliant White W.H.T. House No More Elephants by Theodore Roosevelt No it should have been The Titanic Was an Inside Job <laughs> by William Taft My Top 10 Countries Don't Worry America's On There by Warren G. Harding <laughs> Lil Calvin's Big Adventure by Calvin Coolidge <laughs> That's So True Without an E by Harry Truman Coming Clean, How I Stole the Idea for the New Deal from an Old Chinese Woman I Met on the Train by FDR. Oh my god. A Tank Once Winked Wait, at Me when, when No One Else Was Looking by Dwight Eisenhower. The Pursuit of Justice, Sending Cowards to Die on the Moon by JFK. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. There's one called Pardon Me, Pardon You by Gerald Ford. <laughs> Maybe a photo of me crouching and smiling by Barack Obama. Planes and Hurricanes, looking back on a wild day ears by W. Bush. W. Barbara's Minks by Ronnie in Charge. It's, it's just beautiful. Cleveland Population One by Grover Cleveland. So as wonderful as this is, and it is, do we want to talk about the actual final battle itself? Eating Too Much, A Coward's Tale by Andrew Jackson. <laughs> Leading the, I, leading the country is, I hated. Is the FDR impressed. thing you said... I was trying to look this up. The FDR thing, is that a reference to anything about... I, I stole the idea for the New Deal by a Chinese, from a Chinese woman on the train? I feel when, like... <laughs> I don't know if that's supposed to be referenced to this, but I'm pretty sure I've heard before that the, there's a there's a conspiracy theory or whatever that a, they, they stole the idea for the Matrix. Oh, From, from someone they oh, overheard yeah, yeah. on the phone. That's amazing. I don't, so, know. I don't oh, know. Oh, you actually a... related this to the Matrix? Good. Yeah, I found a way. You're like, well, I have, I have two more. Hope. I have two more, and then I'll put my phone down. Okay. Witnessing my own birth through a telescope and other horrors I've endured by John Adams. <laughs> oh and God. Step Into My Wetness Zone by Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> what? He would totally say that. He would totally <laughs> say that. Doing, Classic Jefferson. Doing whatever the hell it is he does in Monticello. <laughs> Hamilton. I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can we talk about the final fight? Well, I'm not going to throw away my shot, so yes. Okay. <laughs> I just... Alex is sitting over here like... Oh, Alex! We're having a conversation. Andrew Hamilton. Right? Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Alex <laughs> from the place we live. Final fight! podcast. Let's go. Yeah. I... The, my problem with it was it wasn't interest, visually interesting. It wasn't, like, fun or cool. It was just loud. And constant. I liked. You're talking about the Smith Neo fight, right? Oh, the Smith Neo fight. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought you meant the Zion fight. The no, entire oh, fight. Is, the Smith no, Neo fight. No, I was fine. The with. Zion fight is dead, Barry. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It yeah. really is, though. Yeah. I, I the Neo I know fight was said, fine. I know we, I said this when I first mentioned it, but it bears repeating. It really is the I think the um, precursor to the Snyder verse. Yeah. So I, I know mean, we love to reroute everything back into. Um, it wasn't my fault this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, well, into, into bashing Snyder. But 
it really is as far as just the, oh, it's just this big spectacle of them flying around and bashing through buildings and stuff. But at least the buildings are abandoned for a reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, it all works. And it's very Dragon Ball Z, but in a pretty cool way. Yeah. And it was a nice way to kind of get around Hugo Weaving's, like, not... And I don't, I'm not trying to insult Hugo Weaving. He could probably beat, <laughs> he could probably beat me up. Hugo I'm just, I'm saying come like, to your house and be like... Yeah. Mr. Last name redacted. <laughs> and then he just wail on me. But that... Because... Obviously, Keanu Reeves is a very capable martial arts performer, and Hugo Weaving is probably not as much of one. Uh, yeah, I just it was it was cool, but it I, it wasn't what it could have been. Yeah. But also, I feel like since the movie wasn't could have been, yep. If the movie had been better, and we'd really built to that moment, like building to a final duel between Neo and Smith is a pretty cool thing. Um, and I just felt like they didn't really, I uh, didn't really cash in on it. They didn't save up enough money for it. <laughs> well, even physical metaphors. On a visual level, <laughs> I like the idea that the rain is supposed to be the Matrix code, yeah. and like oh. how we see that. That yeah, that's the idea. I thought it was just uh, the water cycle. <laughs> <laughs> that the clouds had retained enough moisture that it was too much and it was falling out. Oh yeah. Huh. What's the difference? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. Dun, 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 but dun, like, dun, 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 here dun, comes dun. the science. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, I have two TV theories to pitch to the CW. <laughs> Wait, what's... Oh, Tr- oh, Trinity oh, definitely. No, no, never mind. And here comes Trinity the definitely, science. and here comes the science. This is us in, like, big lab coats. Hey, hey everybody! And somehow we end up talking about the DCU every we're time. Gonna, today we're gonna use science to disprove religion. <laughs> hey, guys. God is dead! <laughs> I'm and dead. He, and he was fried by using anodes and diodes. And then we like create. Today we're teaching about the scientific method. Something Zack Snyder could have used if he'd had a method. In we it. just use it. Scientific like, method. Speaking of method, method acting ruins suicide squad. Today we're going to use science to tell you why Santa isn't real. <laughs> Santa? Why Santa is briefly mentioned. We're going to talk about animals today. This is a crocodile, not a killer croc like in Suicide Squad, which is bad. And then, true facts, my friends and I once found this TV show. I can't remember, I can't for the life remember what it was called, but it was a, a children's, uh, it was a Christian children's show and taught different like tenets of the Bible and everything. But there was a puppet on it named Eugene. Not Eugene, Eugene. Sure. And Eugene talked like this. There was an episode, Hand to God, where, where Eugene was like, I've made a decision. I'm going to stop being a Christian. And it was really out of... It's because he, like, didn't finish his homework. It was something bizarre. So my friends and I are like, he just denounced the church. Like, Eugene going to... <laughs> holy crap. But at part of it, he... he every episode... Holy crap? Ah. Every episode, so he would go to a zoo and teach us about a different animal. And he taught us about leopards and how they have spots. However... Spots, you know, like how when you sin, you get spots on your soul. But those spots don't get washed off with soap and water. And then he just taught, like, he was really started talking about leopards. And then he just went into this whole thing about, like, sending marks you to go to hell. And it just, we just wouldn't stop talking about it. And my friends were just, like, we were all just, like, the, it was getting colder. And he was still <laughs> using his puppet voice. So he was still like, and anyway, and then, <laughs> like, ha! Huh. Sure. You okay, buddy? I'm just... I can't look at leopards without feeling bad for every time I've lied in my life. (laughs) Those are some nice spots you got over there. Hey, look at that leopard. Oh, God, I was mean to my sister. Oh, it's on me. 
Here comes the satanic ritual. <laughs> starring, yeah, not, Hugh, starring Hugo Weaving. Here comes the sciences, honestly. Not, not, not to, to, to get... Because this is the, the politics and religion are the one thing you Absolutely. can never talk about on it. In the, I mean, I, like I'm religious, I'm not like trying to, to bash in it, but Absolutely. but Christian media. <laughs> yeah, there is some there. Yeah, I I, I'm, I I completely agree with you. Bible man, <laughs> Bible man, and like the greatest superhero and ever lot, made. And a lot of it, I think, it comes just from a simple matter of like production quality is not as high because a lot yeah. of it's sort of self funded. Yeah. Which hey, go do what you do, man. But but. Yeah, God's you, not dead. Oh man, God's not dead too, and stuff like that. <laughs> they need to make a third one so we can I, do all three. I know. I cannot believe that the. the I, I watched the first one and spoilers. I guess I cannot. <laughs> He's they, not dead. They, have you? How, do you know anything about those? Oh yeah, the, the, I haven't actually watched them. But the the, the atheist dies at the end oh, of, wow. of God's not. He gets hit by a car. That's and, mean. And I'm just like, that's mean and kind of. Kind of not what Christianity. Is about. <laughs> like, That's kind of this like, is not anathema to what we're, what we're trying to do. Yeah, it's no, an experience. Anyway, yeah, it's a trip. I know what you mean, and that is not a comment on Christianity at all. Yeah, it is simply there are there are movies in the world that are, that aren't that great. <laughs> How did we get here? I was talking about leopards before that. Um, so here comes the science. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, okay. And we got to here comes we're, the we're science from the rain. That was the code in the final <laughs> we're, fight. We're coming back up the layers of the dream here. So back to my original point that I wanted to make about the rain looking like the code. See, I feel like this should have made it... I can't make this a serious conversation. No, though. I'm looking at the floor so I don't interrupt. That's fair. I feel like... See, you see, like, you didn't recognize it. And the only reason I recognized it, because I was watching the special features, and they were talking about it, and they're like, oh, we use, like, special heavy droplets. Like, yeah, we yeah, just yeah. use, like, generic rain. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. I think it looked really I cool. I feel like they yeah. should have color-coded it more yeah. to make it look more green. Yeah. Should have yeah, tried yeah. to give it a tint. Yeah. And also... They might have thought it'd be... We all thought it was acid rain in that case, though. Uh, I guess. <laughs> oh, God. And pollution <laughs> metaphors? What is this? <laughs> Okay, I get it. You already did the all the million Smiths fight Neo, but you kind of blew your load early, didn't you? Like they should have saved that for this one. You said blow your load. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family-friendly podcast, thing. <laughs> you can edit it out if you want. <laughs> if it really bothers you that much, but we'll still hear me. But ahead. we'll keep in me saying you said blow your load. What? <laughs> Here comes the twelve. We're all twelve. I'm just gonna be bleeping out everything. But <laughs> Trinity, Death I'm gonna bleep that too, so that it, everyone's like, "What did he say?" You said, <laughs> "I'm just gonna out everything here." <laughs> anyway, sorry. All right. I state, agree state with your, your point. State your case. It, my point is, I feel, it feels like they're taking a weird step back when it's just one Smith versus one yeah. Neo. Yes. Obviously, that simplifies the fight so we can focus more on what's happening sure. instead of just visual Wonderland. Things yeah. are happening. Sure, but and it already done like, him first. I feel like yes. it almost would have been more interesting if over the, well, I guess this would. I, I was gonna say it would be interesting if over the course of the thing, it's not Smith creating copies of himself, but it's Smith assimilating literally like everybody else into one program so like he's not making it's just still it's still just him 
it's like, still just like somehow he's able to absorb the code of everyone, yeah, so yeah. he's gaining like more awareness powers or and, getting, yeah, stronger. getting stronger and I like guess, the yeah. oracle's powers. And that's I like, was almost thinking like, what if he could like turn like people into like whatever he wanted? So he's got like Morpheus and Trinity like attacking mm. Neo, and like he's huh. just trying to mess with them yeah. psychologically. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. And yeah. suddenly the oracle starts fighting him. Oh, that'd be fun. And it's like some Yoda with a little lightsaber, except it's, <laughs> it actually not, makes it's sense cool and doesn't and break not. the logic of the Force. Yeah. Everything is fine. But yeah, it. I like when they're actually fighting in the street with yeah. the rain coming down on them, but I think once they start flying and they go into the building and stuff, mm-hmm, it gets mm-hmm. very boring and redundant yeah. for me until you get to the building. I think end. it still looks good enough that I'm, I'm in, interested in it. Yeah, but, and I and I like the I like the conversation again. I like the conversation. I find it very end. comical once Neo knocks him back into the concrete and the mud and everything, and he yeah. flies out. And he's just covered in mud. And he goes, "This is my world, Mister Anderson. My <laughs> world!" And then he just tackles him. <laughs> I am not a crook, Mister Anderson. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then there's the slow motion shot of Neo punching him, and it's just yeah, it's just comical because like his just face just reacting to the punch in slow motion. It looks kind of cool. It looks it's, cool, it's but interesting. Don't yeah. take it seriously. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Although at this point, are we taking anything serious? Have we taken anything seriously since se- I, halfway I, through? I this? was expecting them to put in some like weird sound effects, like they did with the the <laughs> boing. <laughs> <laughs> boing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, just across. Oh, Tweety Birds around his head. <laughs> he like ooh, honk- ooh, he ooh. honks his nose. <laughs> he, st- he stands up and his body's like an accordion. <laughs> I can't do an accordion sound. And then, I guess Neo dies at the end of this. I guess yeah, apparently. And they just take his body off, and then it's a truce. But he rises three days later to create Matrix Easter. <laughs> That's the say- after credit scene. None of us saw it. <laughs> the Matrix redemptioning. <laughs> the after credit scene is just there's like Sachi is just walking through the streets and she looks down she finds a little green easter egg and just like oh, oh my god <laughs> but it's still it's still hate, the same actor so it's ah that, I hate ah. that I hate that so much or, or, or it's like Neo's eyes open and he goes Oh, can I just say another cool callback Who is when is when like Sati wakes up on the ground. There's the deja vu cat. Oh yeah, yeah, that's nice. Nice moment. Yeah, needs more of that. <laughs> needs a lot more of that. Needs a lot more of that. Sati's dad was sweet. And, yeah. But he started talking about karma. Oh yeah, and it didn't yeah, make that sense that to me. Yeah, yeah, that was dumb. I believe in he, karma. He, he karma. said, he said, my karma is what I'm here to do. I thought karma was what goes around comes around. Yeah, it's what comes back to you, yeah. I don't... I th- <sighs> and then he started talking about, oh, programs feel love. And then Neo's, like, surprised by this. Yeah. And I thought that was going to mean something at the end. Of, Ooh. like, Neo's like, okay, you guys feel empathy. Well, we feel empathy, too. Can we try and, like, yeah. work together here or something? And try to build, like, maybe a friendship between the machines and, and humans or something. Yeah. Or he's got to deal with some program that's, like... Or, or maybe he's able to talk Smith down or so, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that never comes back. Yeah. That machines feel emotions or can express emotions. Yep. What? There is. Quit wasting your I... time with these 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 ideas that you're not going to even flesh out. There's there's apparently a a theory can not conspiracy theory a uh, fan theory running around um, making the rounds. That, can, that someone made fairly recently about the idea that uh, 
the humans were lied to as far as who's doing who's powering them or like or the, the, the fact per- that the fact the, that they're being used the for purpose power. of humans as slaves uh, and that apparently it's actually supposed to be uh they're they're being harvested for their consciousness and um the machines want yeah. their con- consciousness so that they can make creative decisions or something it was an interesting theory but it's like that's the that's the only it's not thing in dialogue I've... it is not in dialogue no it's not at all it's not even remotely yeah. into that yeah and that's the closest thing i've seen to anything that can try and salvage kind of this just yeah. mess of what it does if they did flesh that out it would solve a lot of the plot issues and just like trying to make the yeah. universe make yeah. sense there's a lot of things they could have tried to do that would have made the universe make sense and they didn't do them uh-huh are, are we done do we have anything else to say really like i mean i don't know if it's a cover i i i i think the first one's a pretty solid movie the second one's a very fun movie and this one's just kind of a mess which is interesting because it was made in such close succession to the second one. You yep. would therefore think at least something, some of the merit from the second one would bleed over. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it just goes with my thing of I think the real world stuff is boring and like half this movie is real world stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's just not visually interesting and we don't have any characters to care about because we don't know any of these people other than the one dimensional cardboard cutouts that are thrown in our you know in, in our faces for most of it yeah yeah like the fact that neo's just gone for like a 45 minute chunk of the movie and the movie's just a little bit over two hours like what <laughs> i give it a d minus i'm going ahead yep. and throw my grade it, it's just shy of an f because like i i'm not angry at the movie like there's no no no, no malice no it's just like I'm, I'm gonna forget it immediately yeah. once we are and we're done with that it doesn't episode. quite do enough that's straight up wrong it's, it's competently made sure. yeah it from I, like i said it just happened in front of me yeah. and it's also it's not based on something so i can't go well this this thing that they're basing it on is better well i you were saying that they maybe kind of ripped off a comic book and or someone's phone conversation yeah yeah or something. But, but i am going to take it as this is a yeah, an yeah, original yeah. idea from the wachowskis right so i can't really be like well the source material is better why didn't they just do that yeah, yeah it's yeah, their yeah. own thing it's their own beast they can do what they want with and, it and, 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 and they it ro- did and it rose and fell on its own terms which yeah. that's there 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 is something to respect about yeah. that especially yeah. nowadays when you don't get that as often yeah. and Alex I don't know if you said that yet in the recording but the through line of this basic plot is pretty strong oh like of the trilogy I hear I hear a lot of people when they talk about the Star Wars prequels they go well yeah the fine details are all over the place because George Lucas isn't good with the mm-hmm. minute details and how things work work but the overarching plot is fine for the prequels yeah. I don't agree with that. I feel like you could do overarching, getting, getting Anakin to become In- Darth Vader. Including not having child Anakin at all instead of spending yeah. a third of the, the screen time, a, a third of the, the Less the, than that because he shows up halfway through Phantom Menace. Oh, yeah. Like, he's not even the focus. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but, like, that argument I feel like could be made here and not there. Yeah. Like, I like the yeah. overarching plot of well, for the most part, I like the plot of the first one. That's fine. Sure. Setting up the yeah, world. Maybe explain a couple things better. But I like the, the plot of in this one, or in the second one, like the end, he gets the architect, and then he realizes the Matrix isn't what he thinks it is, and there's a lot of stuff that they've been lied to about. Sure. 
and then it's like a, a big cliffhanger. You don't know what's going to happen. There's a lot of unanswered questions. And then the third one, they theoretically answered yep. them, and they didn't do that. But like I said earlier, the idea that Trinity dies right before he has to go for the yeah, big yeah, yeah. climax and all that. Like, overarching, yeah. I think it works very I, I well. I do like the idea yeah. of, of the virus corrupting everything and kind yeah. of like and, and that becoming and it's the, kind of Neo's fault because he liberated Smith yeah. from if, the Matrix and if that didn't, if that didn't come out just completely out of left field at the end of the yeah. or in the middle of the third yeah. um, then I think like if that had been set up earlier on where he's starting to kind of like take everything over to the extent that we actually realize the machines are worried about this rather than just oh uh, look it's the, it's the Smiths and there's a bunch of them yeah. like it's not really established if that's a thing that the machines are afraid of until the very end of the third one like there should be a scene where the architect is looking at all of his TV screens and it's supposed to be like footage and it's yeah. just all Hugo Weaving. Yeah. Mm. And then he's like, okay. And then Hugo Weaving just kind of like walks through the door and he's That'd like, cool, hey, yeah. I'm here for you. Yeah. Something. Yeah. And Anthony Zerby doesn't get anything to do. And is there anything more fun than saying Anthony Zerby? <laughs> that's, oh, Zerby. That's he's the counselor guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Zerby. Not Cornell West, who's in this movie. And then, <laughs> like, every single team meeting they have he's like well how's the Nebuchadnezzar doing yeah that's what I like thank you Zerby he, he says how's the Nebuchadnezzar <laughs> I want to call it the, the Nebuchadnezzar he says that about as much as Morpheus says we need to consult the oracle <laughs> I, I had, or, or Neo says what I was driving Alex up the wall as we watched this because I just kept, kept inserting Morpheus having like a fetish for consulting the oracle <laughs> we should consult the oracle Morpheus I'm just saying we're doing for lunch. We should consult the Morpheus. So, so the Oracle is the vice principal, and the architect is the principal. Like right? oh, okay, I like that. Okay, okay. Like that. okay. Who? How do they eat in the human world? In Matrix, do they ever eat? What do you mean? In the Matrix movies, in the human like world. in the real world, the, yeah, yeah, they do that in the first one. What do they eat? It's like, like is is supposed like to be gruel or yeah, or, uh, or like um, right, okay. Yeah. That just occurred to me. I never seen it. Like meat. it looks like a bowl of snot. They really. Like, oh, it has like tons of vitamins and minerals. They uh, really should not be able to sustain themselves yeah. with the resources they have access to. But we'll, that just occurred no, to me. It's, it's, it doesn't really. I mean, that's like no. Like that's, that's one thing you were talking about. You're like, like everything just looks so primitive. Yet they're able to build like these huge hovercrafts and these mech yeah, system yeah. things. Yeah. Like. It's about what they eat. That, like, that's like watching a movie going. Well, what are they going to go to the bathroom? Yeah, like yeah. it doesn't really. But their clothing, like. They're in rags. It's very yeah. Chrono Trigger. Dating I just, myself, I just, but... I, I just need some logic. Mm-hmm. Some logos, if you will. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah, I go to D- minus as well. Yeah. I well, think I'll go with D- minus as well. Okay. I mean, it's, just because I... Just the, it's it's almost it so, so wonderful to agree with you it's guys. Not, <laughs> it's well, not... I think we've done... quite a, offensive enough to get all, the end. All of our Matrix grades have been pretty similar. Yes. Yeah. Just because, like, I, I don't... Tyler and I have been three for three on yeah. the I, same grade for all of them. I don't feel strongly enough about it to be like, well, I'm going to go with... Nah. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think. But, anyway. That being said, uh, I think I think we're all in agreement on this, that we decided to go ahead and uh, punt on deciding what our next franchise is going to be. And we're going to continue this with the spiritual successor to the Matrix uh, trilogy, which it's, is... It's the Wachowski's next attempt to do an original story that leads into a franchise. Suppose, I assume they would have tried to... If oh, it yeah. had been successful. Um, Jupiter Ascending <laughs> from, like, last year? The year before. Yeah, two 20, years ago. 2014. Okay. Or, was it 2014? 2014. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Because well, well, it was it was uh, coupled with Eddie Redmayne winning the Oscar. Oh, right, right, yeah. Wow, okay. That's a while ago. Um, we're all old. 
We're not old. It was the year before last. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, what a terrible film. <laughs> but yeah, have any of us seen that? Jupiter Jupiter Descending? I have not seen Jupiter Descending. I've, I've seen enough of Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> but He's like, so good in Theory of Everything. Watch Theory of Everything. It'll be fine. Watch Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> but have, but have, have you seen, Alex, have you seen like a, a... How much of it have you seen? Oh, no. I, I've only seen a couple of Eddie Redmayne scenes. I have okay, not okay. watched because, any of the movie. Because, yeah. The, the, apparently the it's Wachowskis supposed to be... The have just had a, had a rough rough time since the Matrix. We're, we're just gonna... Kind of, this is probably gonna be the first movie we do where we haven't... None of us have seen it. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, I guess so. Santa Buddies. That's true. Wait, we did that? <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be the first one we've done where none of us have seen right, it Right, right, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this should be this should be interesting. Yeah, we'll I'm see excited. how this goes. We're I'm, just, excited. I'm excited about doing We're just something. going for it because we, we've got a couple of franchises that we're kind of surrounding on... Certainly yeah, the drain on figuring out where we're going to go next. We're picking it out, it, and it, we will have we'll have that announcement for you next week. Yeah. Um, also, tune in this uh, fall. I want to say October for uh, Trinity definitely <laughs> uh, Tuesdays on the CW, um, <laughs> and then Wednesdays are Here Come the Science. Uh, so get ready for that. Which, Coming at you. Which one of those is replacing Arrow? <laughs> Both. Both of them. <laughs> Stephen Amell is going to guest star with his eyebrows that never move. I really like Stephen Amell a lot. Stephen Amell plays this young Keanu Reeves. Oh my god. That would work way too well. I say this with zero mouth. I think Stephen Amell seems like a, a prince of a guy. And I really like him on Arrow. And you guys can't see my impression. But all he, every episode he just... Theo, what are you doing? You can't... You're putting yourself in danger. What you just have to make your eyes go dead and not move your eyebrows and you've got a Stephen Amell impression. We, we just we just you also have a Keanu Reeves. We just gut all of the all of the uh, DC. No, Keanu does this a lot. All of the DC CW right, yeah. shows. We just gut the cast of all of them to, to re- even if it doesn't make sense. Like it's it's yeah. uh, Craig Custin plays Morpheus. Just have it be completely. <laughs> hey guys, we gotta consult the Oracle. <laughs> <laughs> he still has flash of speed. He's just like twist though. Most of the noise does not play Trinity. That's still Carrie Ann Moss. <laughs> It's still Carrie Ann Moss, as I believe in her 40s. No, the only ones that are still there are Carrie Ann Moss and uh, Hugo, Hugo Weaving. Hugo Weaving. <laughs> Those are the only two constants. But they're playing, like, you know, middle schoolers. <laughs> yes. So Carrie Ann Moss, like, come on, guys, is like, <laughs> as, like, Iris from Flash is playing me, Niobe. <laughs> and, like, Danielle Pennebaker is uh, Monica Bellucci. <laughs> There's a lot about that that I'm fine with. There's a lot about that that I'm totally oh, fine oh, with. Um, who, who's, uh... The main bad guy who keeps showing up in Flash every season. Uh, I've only seen the first. Orson season. Welles. Orson Welles. Yes. Oh, yeah, Harrison Welles. Orson Welles. Or- is an actor. Or- that oh close God. enough. I like how we Her- both. I can't Alex, Alex signed that. off on that. Her- Harrison Welles. Yeah. Tom, yeah. Tom They're Cavanaugh. very close. Tom okay? Cavanaugh should be the Frenchman. <laughs> oh my God, he's just hammy enough to make that work. Yes. Yeah. But he, Tom Cavanaugh is hammy in a way that really functions. Cause and effect. As long as John Barrowman doesn't come anywhere near it, I'll be fine. No, he's the Oracle. No. Oh, God. Hey, guys, because I also see myself as a wise woman. Shut up, John Barrowman. <laughs> he just annoys me, John Barrowman does. Ugh. It's okay. Oh, my God. I love this. I just, I can't get over... You should over... start your own spinoff podcast where all you do is just look at John Barrowman's entire <laughs> acting catalog and you, you go through all of, all, of, all of, what is it, Torchwood? Torchwood. I do not want to watch much of Doctor Who, though. I don't know, whatever. I have to listen to all of the albums he recorded. 
every single Comic Con he goes to. Every single Comic Con, every single. he's been in for Doctor That episode of Talking Dead that made my mom want to throw the remote. Like, <laughs> Wait, why? We were just annoyed by him. And it wasn't anything personal. We were just like, this guy's kind of bo- like annoying us on this podcast. And like, Fun you know, fact, I saw him at... What's the one that's in... At- the, the, the con that's in Atlanta? Dragon, Dragon con. con. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Dragon Con! I, 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 I saw him there for yeah. reasons. I, He's great with I just happened to be there gonna... for like a day, and I saw him because that's wow. what the people I was with were doing. And we just saw him show up there, and like, he came out in a dress, of course. Yeah. And I was like, this is... This is different. He's very. This is, this he, is just. A he, he loves his fans. And he, loves, he loves the attention. You should have gotten his autograph. That way, for this episode, you could have pulled it out and been like, Pres- "Britain, would you like presented this? it to Britain?" However, you could have done it with a blank sheet of paper because no one would the, know. The, <laughs> and they just hear paper crinkling. The, the official, the official. Okay, here comes the sequels. Away. John Barrowman autograph. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the Here Come the Smithsonian. <laughs> here comes the Smithsonian. Can, can we have our own museum? Probably, sure. Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be the score sheet and the, the John Berman autograph. John Berman autograph. And the microphone. <laughs> wow. And one of the Santa buddies like taxidermied. And, and, and... <laughs> ah, Mud Bud! <laughs> Mud Bud. I was going to say this computer once I replace it with a better one because this thing's a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Right, I just I think, the, the picture of Carrie Ann Moss is uh, I I little I have it exactly in my head. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a dream about it tonight. It's so clear in my subconscious of just her with her books. I, oh man! If I ever meet Carrie Ann Moss, because that's gonna happen in my life, I got a great pitch for you, Carrie Ann. Sure, I have no idea what she's doing right now. She's, sure. she's on. Uh, she, she did agree to be in the Bye Bye Man. So don't think it. Don't she, say it. Don't think it. Don't say it. Oh my God, we're gonna die. She's she's on um. Words, Jessica Jones. That's oh, really? Yeah, yeah. that yeah. sold me on. I have to watch that show now. Oh yeah, yeah, no, it's really good. I wanted to anyway, but oh, if Carrie Moss is in it, that definitely helps. Yeah. she's great. Yeah, she was on Chuck for a while. She's she's very good on Jessica Jones. Yeah, she it's, also did a movie with uh, Alan Rickman called Snow Cake. That's really really good. Say what is it with cake? Snow Cake. I know. What is it with cake? <laughs> it sounds. It, is it, it the prequel? It's actually the, a very is it like a prequel to the Hero Cake movie we're inevitably no. going to make. It's actually a very sad. Now we got two TV shows and a movie. And it's all going to be one great cinematic universe. It's like Agents of the, Shield, the cake universe that crosses between several different universes. Yep. Snow, Snow Cake is actually a very like sad, sincere movie. It's lovely, but we will make. Is it about? Is it about Henry Cavill trying to get cake? And it, while he's in the the snow and the forces of solitude, I'll make my own cake. I think I'll eat it now. I think I'll eat it now. <laughs> He just eats all of the snow in the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> I really want our version of Henry Cavill, or our, our version of Henry Cavill Superman, not Henry Cavill. We like you. Our version of Henry Cavill Superman to have a conversation with actual Neo. <laughs> do we get cake? What? What is cake? Uh, do, do we? Can we? I do saw that? this guy once. He he, you, he made someone orgasm with cake. Can we have? It was real weird. Can we have cake if we choose it? What's choose? <laughs> Choosing is to make a decision. What's decision? It's when <laughs> he's like, stop asking the questions. I ask the questions. Can we? Is it sad that the cake orgasm scene is the the biggest thing that's gonna stick in my brain? Yeah, from you these? had a lot of fun saying orgasm just now. <laughs> Your eyes kind of lit up. 
You're like, Mom doesn't know I'm saying this? Was there a little green explosion was, of Matrix code? There was a slight twinge in your smile that was like, I'm not supposed to be saying this. I'm not supposed to be saying this. It's orgasm puzzle! Should I bleep that out too? No, no, no. You have so, to keep it. So we just continuously. Everyone's like, what's happening? Everyone's listening to it thinking, like, oh my god, he just said like this horrible. Oh my god. Oh, we know it's ceased. Have you have you seen Spectre? No. Did you listen to our our? No, our I haven't yet. Uh, I didn't want to listen to it because I hadn't seen the movie. I wouldn't be able to. This is going to con- continue to get us off track. But there's there's a moment. At, is it? Oh, you think people are still listening at this? They point? are. They heard oh. our grades. They left. They heard you say orgasm. They're, they're, we got them. Back. They're on board. The we one the, the one in the room went. Alex said orgasm, and they all came right. What? What? Oh. Oh. Our sweet little Alex. That's crazy. Inspector. Um, yes. And inspector in specter um it's what what's the actor is that uh the actor who says it the c thing oh ray finds okay that, that's what i think i wasn't sure um he's he at the end is is talking to the villain who is moriarty from sherlock um mm. and uh he he's like or not the villain because that's but yeah, yeah a, a side villain and uh the, throughout the movie, there's this running thing of of like uh, now now we know what this letter stands for because all the the, the Bond characters have different like letters that stand mm. for. They, they they say that a couple. They, it's a thing that's set up once or twice. And um, Moriarty is C and Ray Fiennes is M. Yeah. Okay. And okay. and so Ray Fiennes is like, now we know what C stands for. And I was like, <sighs> and I thought they were just gonna leave it and cut. Yeah. And I was like, that would be amazing. And then he goes, Callus. Or I, I don't know if he's saying callous or careless, he but says I was careless. Okay, care, but oh, it sounds like callous. But I was just like, oh, oh jeez, shot oh. that. You're right. They just cut there. That if they just brilliant. cut that, that would be great. You just imagine was, whatever. I was like, oh, wow. Okay, that's fine. I guess. Oh lordy. <laughs> it made me sad. <laughs> I am excited to watch Jupiter Ascending <laughs> because I'm, I've never seen it, and you know, I'm half excited. Half of me is just like I just I'm, I'm tired. Some of them, like I just kind of want to. I've heard it's really bad, so I kind of want to have my own opinion on it. And it will be kind of fun. It'll be it'll be a good kind of like tide us over as we figure out the next. Yeah. While we plan our next move, while we consult the oracle, if you will. Um. <laughs> Can you please insert a cricket noise? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think my weird laugh right there was. was probably good. <laughs> is the oracle played just, by Stephen Amell as well? Or is it both? He plays both young Neo and the Oracle. Okay, okay. I think we're, we're calling it a day. Brim's over here like, oh man. Just, just loop my weird laugh throughout the podcast. So like, there's occasionally in the background, in the middle of us talking about something. Like, that's actually, like, an observation, a legitimate about discussion. The way you just hear <laughs> behind my own voice. So it's like, what the? <laughs> what kind of weird like Tibetan throat singing trick is he doing right now? I play it backwards just to see if it sounds uh, uh, creepy. Uh, 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 <laughs> Give them the contact information. You ever try to laugh oh, backwards, goodness. kids? Okay. Um. <laughs> I think Tr- Jared Leto did in Suicide Squad. I'm uh, <laughs> um, okay, Tr- yeah, Trinity so, definitely. So you can find us on um on online at herecomethesequels.blogspot.com. You can email us at herecomethesequels at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at hctsequels.com or not at hctsequels there's no dot com don't do that um, <laughs> we're on you, iTunes you'll get laughed off of Twitter if you do <laughs> we're on iTunes I've never 
I don't think I've ever specified that before. I don't know why you wouldn't be using iTunes if you knew. We're on well, iTunes. You can, and it's free. It's very you don't free. Have to pay for it's it. It's extremely free. As free as as America as, as you can be. <laughs> as free as as free as the denizens of Zion are now. And now that Boom. we have done our part, we are going to go party in oh. Zion. Yeah, man. Because now we can do that. So much jumping. So much jumping. <laughs> we Alex, we had this thing before the podcast oh, where I realized, like, I think Alex just thinks parties are jumping. Because he was like, go to them all just like jumping up and down. I was like, is that what you think a party is? <laughs> hey, Alex. I say this with full sincerity. Sorry about that. <laughs> I hate you so much right now. Stay rogue, everybody. <laughs> Are we doing this or... We just did. Oh, okay. I guess I got nothing. We're done. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>